The following program is rated TV MAL. It contains strong language and is intended only for mature audiences. Viewer discretion advised. Good afternoon, ladies and testicles, and welcome to episode 95 of the Pig Athletic Club podcast, the Pack Podcast, proudly brought to you by Budgie Smuggler, the supreme custom swimmer suppliers. If your team or club haven't got a pair of custom Budgie Smugglers, hit the link in the description and get smuggling like the rest of us. Uh, as we said in the last podcast, the Budgie Smuggler are searching for the world's most ordinary rig. Uh, they've already found a winner for the UK, Australia, but they've gone worldwide for the search 10k prize money plus a one-year modeling contract with the budget smuggler so head to the budget smuggler page and follow the prompts my name is Sione and joining me is Alex Einside and Dave Vea all the way from Sydney how are we boys fabulous thank you good mate mahalo now quick little check-in how was your weekend lads yeah it was an interesting weekend for me I had a rather big Friday night and then woke up Saturday morning to uh, a few emergency call-outs. So I was covered in my own vomit and other people's shit for most of Saturday. So, yes, Sunday came better, but that was my that was my Saturday. So my Saturday, uh, spent the weekend, had a little cameo down at Kujiovo and then um, watched the Matildas down at the Legion Club, which was really fun. But that was it. Weekend was good. Oh, How nice. your weekend? Uh, I'll explain it on Thursday, guys, so make sure you tune in to the Thursday pod with me and Ryan. Now, guys, let's jump oh. straight into our Budgie Smuggler, <laughs> Bordies Bandit. These are Budgies and your Bordies for the week. Um, I'm giving my Budgie Smuggler this weekend to all the unlucky ones, I'm going to call them. All the uh, World Cup squads are currently being named. I think everyone's almost being named by now. And so I want to give a big shout-out to all the unlucky ones not selected that had... Uh, Work really hard the last four years, but uh, unfortunately, unfortunately missed out uh, on selection. So, do your budgies. budgies. Shout out to you guys. Feel for you. Oh, that's cute, mate. Soft cock. Soft cock. So, that's yeah. including everyone, like uh, you, me, pretty much everyone, because we all didn't get selected, mate. Yeah, but you didn't train the last four years, you idiot. Well, you don't know that, mate. You don't see me working when the lights are off. <laughs> I wouldn't say what I was going to say, but anyways, carry on, Einstein. What's yours? My uh, budgie smuggler of the week goes to pretty easy one, the Matildas. That was a pretty hectic win. Pretty uh, impressive. Shows how far I think women's sport is coming and is going to go in Australia, not just start in the code of football, as I call it. But my budgie smuggler, uh, sorry, my bordies bandit of the week actually goes to SIU and the uh, Sydney Rugby and the organisation of the Jack Scott Cup Premier Women's Competition in Sydney, and they're playing their semi-finals not on Concord Oval, which had no one on it, not at any of the other Shoot Shield grounds that are available. They're playing on St Luke's Oval, which is across the road from Concord Oval. Like you, you play three, three, third grade and fourth grade there sometimes, even like thirds cult and like under twelve playing the games there. So, I mean, we're coming a long way with uh, women's sport in Australia, but. I yeah. mean, come on, pull your fingers out. I guess they've got the grand final this week on North Sydney Oval where uh, East play uh, Sydney Uni. But, yeah, come on. I mean, like, how can you not organise a, a decent ground for the girls? They changed the ground as well. I think it was one dog park to the next dog park. So yeah, That's dog shit. Yeah, so that's, yeah, pretty poor going from uh, the SA uh, Sydney Rugby Union. But um, quick shout-out to, yeah, I'll be supporting East this weekend for some reason, but uh, hopefully East beats Sydney Uni. 
they're pretty they're pretty much they're pretty much a massive powerhouse of that women's comp yeah. so um good to see Oh, you know, I'm going to go back to one budgie smuggler because I know I've just jumped around a little bit. But another budgie smuggler I'll give to uh, Ramwick Rugby Union for knocking Gordon out of the shoot shield. (laughs) (laughs) So, thank you. But yeah, I want to double down on the the Matildas. Um, it was just good to see pretty much the entire nation get behind the Matildas. Uh, unfortunately, I, f- I didn't realise the game was on. I was busy watching NPC rugby and then see everyone snaps. And I was like, fuck, I thought the game was on Sunday. So I'm kind of a Bordy's Bandit there for not jumping on the, uh, the Aussie Matildas bandwagon. But my main one is, I'm not I'm going to let you guys judge if it's a Budgie Smuggler or Bordy's Bandit. Uh, it's this random kid oh. at uh, IGA the other day. Um, so I've gone into IGA and uh, I've got my uh, Powerade. I've gone to pay, but I've seen the kid in the lolly section, in the confectionery section, um, just trying to add up because uh, he's only got $5 note and he's trying to add up what he can get. And he's like, add it up. And then he's like, oh no, I've only this, it added up to $5.20. And I was had a look and then I've gone, I've gone up to him and goes, hey, I'll, I'll pay for your candy. <laughs> and he's gone to me, no, it's okay. Mum said not to take any um, money from strangers. And then, um, like, random people just looking at me, I'm like, I'm like looking like a sus cunt when I'm trying to do a good thing. So I just quickly walked out and people were looking at me weird because they looked, they watched in the wrong time. So, yeah, I, my heart was in the right place, but I kind of looked like a creeper. So that kid, I don't know if he's a budgie smuggler or bought his bandit because he's doing the, sort of doing the right thing, but also shutting down help. I mean, it's pretty funny, but like you have to worry about this generation that they cut their socks to play rugby and they watch too much TikTok. So I'm going <laughs> to chuck him in the, uh, uh, I'm going to chuck him in as a bought bandit for that. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Yeah, Thanks, that's guys. A he, obviously didn't want, he obviously didn't want the lollies. He didn't want the lollies enough, mate. Yeah, like jokes on him. My card was probably going to get declined anyways. Shout out to Pack for paying my wages. <laughs> for 20 cents. Yeah. All right, straight into our rugby update. Uh, Dave, let's get you kicked off with the Aussie club, man. Yeah, Aussie club, man. Um, semi-final week last week for both uh, Queensland and Sydney. Uh, Randwick beat... Uh, Gordon, which was a pretty close game until the end, 32-23, and so is North Sydney, 23 for North, 17 for Hunter, but I believe it was close till the end. And um, Sunday was a dead rubber for both teams because they were going through anyways, but um, nothing to read out of that game because Eastwood flogged Manly 54-20. Um, and then across further north up the border, su- surprising win, I must say. I thought... Um, Bond had it all covered, but uh, they unfortunately lost convincingly to West 40 to 26. <laughs> <laughs> and the uh, the other Hospital Cup semi finalists was Brothers and East. Um, East did really well to go over and uh, get an away win over at Tigerland, so 46 29. And that is your local rugby wrap. Those are uh, some of those shoot shield games, yeah, they're pretty close, but. Um that Randwick Gordon game looked very physical from what I saw. I think that uh, Norse kind of were pretty lucky. They just kind of cruised in that game. I think they were pretty lucky in the end to get the uh, win. wasn't a uh, wasn't a very pretty performance. I feel like no none of the teams in the top four they're all all played well throughout the year, but I don't think anyone's kind of completely firing. So it's kind of anyone's to win. Should be good to watch this weekend and the following weekend. 
Yeah, who someone was firing on the weekend though. You after the full time at firing comments. I got a notification you just firing comments at the uh the wildfires <laughs> voice. Enjoy a mad Monday. <laughs> <laughs> Nervous eighty minutes. Well just... to be to be fair, I've like, shown a lot of chat and then you can't like not even any good chat, you just replied with uh what was it? Oh you're, you're not that guy. Yeah. Well <laughs> Norse was that team mate and um <laughs> they're probably still going now. So I wonder if they ever made it back to Newcastle. Probably broke down on the highway. <laughs> Actually, a uh, reminder to the Brisbane rugby fans, Queensland rugby fans, if you're in Brizzy this weekend to head down to Ballymore. We're returning to Ballymore for the first time since the uh, redevelopment. So head down to Ballymore to catch all the finals this weekend. I know a lot of people are uh, complaining about the ticket prices, but just get around the boys and girls. Get in there, sink some tins, and don't worry about it. What is the ticket price? 20 what bucks. is the ticket price? 20 bucks. Oh, we're paying almost 30 bucks for a game. Yeah. Well, Queensland okay. fans always complain about everything, mate. All right. Uh, across the ditch, FPC and NPC. Round two of the NPC sees Taranaki at the top of the table uh, with a game in hand. But also uh, we have Canterbury, Tasman, Hawks Bay, Wellington. Uh, also undefeated with 2-0 records. Tasman's Levi Almoa, former Brisbane Garama boy, is absolutely ripping up. Uh, no surprise, he's one to watch in this year's competition. After five rounds of the FPC, Waikato remain the only undefeated team in the Premiership and Manawatu the only undefeated team in the Championship. Auckland's Angelica Mekemeke Vahai is having an outstanding season. She scored eight tries in four games and is one to watch leading into the Blackburn season probably next year because I think they've already uh, used up all their contracts this year. But she's on fire. She uh, went up against Ruby Tui on the weekend and scored three on her. So very impressive wow. for the young Tongan. Oh, and game of the round this weekend, Auckland hosts the undefeated Waikato. Both teams have a lot of Blackburn players playing, so catch all the action at Stan and Sky Sports. This is not an ad, but it can be, guys. Hindsight. <laughs> so Portugal, USA, I watched as well. Um, from what I could see is uh, Portugal looked pretty good. I think they might go. They might. Who won that? There's a few little shake-ups when they're playing this year. Uh, Portugal, Portugal. Oh, let's go. I didn't even realise they played. Portugal got it. Um, so then, yeah, I know you got to keep up to date, mate. Too busy watching NPC. Um, France played Scotland. France got over the line this week in a tight one. That was actually a pretty decent game. Finn Russell, my favourite number ten in world rugby currently. The uh, he's he's worked his way into there. So that was a that was a good game. Pretty funnily controversial game. Wales England. England got over the line then, but um, Owen Farrell uh, is probably the biggest grub. I've ever seen, and I wish he played more when this red card era, red card era was in. Because, like, mate, he, he, I mean, mate, I don't, know, I'm not gonna get into it if it was a yellow or a red, but he just shoulder charges everyone, and everyone's like, so I hope he gets fucking five weeks and doesn't play in the World Cup. Um, <laughs> it's because he's got leggy in his blood, mate. He's a uh, fucking northerner. Everyone loves him in England as well. Everyone's like, he's so tough. I'm like, mate, just shoulders shoulders in. Um, the, um, I think that was it. Tonga, mate, Canada. You the Tonga versus Canada, mate. Did you catch any of the games, Dave? I watched the uh, the England um, Wales replay, and to a hindsight's point, though, Owen Farrell has gotten away with murder for so long. Yeah, I didn't think it was, it was that was bad, though. I know it was high, but I didn't think it was as bad as a red. I thought it was sort of shoulder you to, know, but I know nah, that's the that's the nah, area now. Red. If if he tried to wrap, if he tried to wrap with the sh- with the arm. 
and then he hit the head with the shoulder, then maybe yellow. But I think if you just go in with a shoulder charge and you hit him in the head, I don't care how hard it is, fucking red card. Hundred <laughs> percent. But I think this is a uh, this is a blueprint to what this World Cup's going to come to be. I think it's going to be a card tricker heavy. Uh, well, then again, the last one was it was similar as well. So, but I was going to get onto the Wales. Uh, that was apparently Welsh's B team last week. Was more their A team, and England's. Yeah. This was England's A team. Well, pretty much mostly a their A team, and they only just scraped away with the win. I know they got down to third, twelve players, but yeah, it's not looking good for England. I no, just it's think not. England. Um, Watching them on the weekend, they just kick the ball way too much. They take no risk and they just kick the ball and just wait for someone to make a mistake in their own half. If you come up to the World Cup, people won't make those mistakes. It's boring footy. Yeah, but they've got um, Henry Arundel on the wing there. They should use more because that guy is a gun. He's like their marky mark. Yeah, he also he also yeah. did a very stupid penalty. His penalty yellow card was yellow any day of the week. Um, France also they weren't like they weren't. I know it's the start of their season, but. They weren't. They they didn't look too dangerous. Like, and that was Scotland's B team. You know who looks dangerous? Scotland does. Yeah, yeah. But all right, uh, we'll get into the Wallabies selections. They uh, selected their thirty-three man squad for the World Cup. Uh, Ironside, you want to get started? What's your thoughts on the squad? Um, Be honest. I feel like it's a, uh, without the without the um, what we've been sold uh, of we're going to smash and grab World Cup. Um, all of a sudden, Australia's lost four of their games to start the international season they into World Cup. And now we're talking, Eddie's starting to talk about the Lions Tour and the next World Cup. So, um, a few interesting selections there for me, but uh, I think the one that kind of wigs me out the most is we're playing a World Cup. It's going to be physical, back-to-back games. Well, I've only got one ten. Yeah, I thought they would have gone all so, three of them. Mm. Um, I would have just taken Quaid for a bit of experience anyway. Like, I mean, he's been there before. I don't think he's had a great start, but um, I think that worries me the most. I mean, Hooper, not Michael Hooper, not being there, I guess I can understand. He's probably a bit older now, but I mean, it's there's only, what, six guys that have been to a World Cup before? That's wow. a pretty young squad to be taken over. I know Eddie's been there before, but sometimes an old head late in the game, you know, when it's knockout footy. The Wallabies don't play knockout footy. When was the last time the Wallabies played knockout footy? It's never knockout footy. Last World know? Cup, when we got knocked out in the quarters. Was it the quarters or the semis? Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. <laughs> no. Nah. I mean, I'm sure you guys will get into it, but yeah, I feel like a bit of a worry. But I quite like the idea of Skelton as captain. He's won a Super Rugby. He's won a Premiership. Um, he's won the French one. You yeah. know, like he's a winner. Um, I don't know if he's ever captained a side before, but, um, I mean, he's been one of my favourites. I think I've said that of the Wallabies this uh, this uh, rugby championship. So that's pretty cool. He's also a fucking massive unit, and it's just fucking mm. hectic to have some big boys. Yeah. I can't wait for the, um, you know, when they do the captain's photo for the uh, the promote the World Cup, and then Skelton standing next to uh, DuPont. <laughs> Um, in terms of the squad, I, like I've had now a week to kind of uh, ponder it. So I was same as Ironside last week. Very uh, a lot of surprises, but then you kind of look at it going, God, do we look at the guys that missed out and gone, geez, we've got depth that we've be- that they've missed out, or do we just go, we're taking a lot of risk here, and we all know to win the World Cup, we need to take a lot of risk. It's definitely an interesting, interesting one. Um, I think the one that 
catches my attention the most is Pizza. I'm, I thought yeah. I just thought that he would have had a, a spot in that team. Um, he offers a lot. He covers all back row, and he's a well versed and experienced um, campaigner. So I definitely was thinking, oh, he's definitely um, Eddie's going to pick him at the end, anyways. But um, to see him miss out with, I thought was pretty um, a surprise. Yeah. Um, but again, like Ironside said, Will Skell. The thing about him being skip as well, he knows that whole. We, we all know that the Northern Hemisphere is probably uh, better than the Northern um, Southern Hemisphere teams at the moment. Um, the thing about Will, he's played there the last what five years, I think. So hopefully, some um, local experience from him can uh, help the Wallabies go along, go all the way. Um, and saying all that, let's back the boys in. Back yeah. who we picked. Yeah. And uh, feel for everyone that. Yeah, when they named the team, I was just looking at the TV like, what the fuck? Like, just in shock, because I didn't expect Hooper to be missing. I didn't yeah. expect Cooper to be missing. I didn't expect uh, Jed Holloway to be missing. And um, But I wasn't. But after looking at the squad, I wasn't bad. I wasn't mad at it. Like, even uh, Isaac Fiennes, I thought he should have had an opportunity ages ago, but he's finally getting one at the World Cup. And, like, if you followed mm. Isaac, like, through club rugby here, club rugby over in um, Canberra, and then in Super Rugby, he's got what it takes. It's just, like, having those players around him to just fire. And he is different. Like, yeah. Eddie said, he picked him because he's different to all the others. He was a big reason the four started to look good at the back end of that yeah. last year as well. Yeah. Like, he's a, he's a definitely a really different nine. So, yeah, I agree. Also, um, Blake Shop. A lot of people are still talking about him because he hasn't had a chance. But, mate, this guy, he's... Like, if you see all these Super Rugby tapes and his club, there's a reason why he was in our team of the week for two years in the running until... Brumbies finally gave him a preseason gig, and then look at him in the Wallabies now after one season at the Brums. The man, he can scrummage, mate. Like, the reason why I like yeah. him is the yeah, elbow work. Yeah. Tight heads are going to hate him. Yeah, the thing about, um, I think I like about Blake Chop as well. Everyone's kind of bagged him out as well. I'm like, look, Blake Chop's an out and out prop. He yeah. has done nothing but work towards being the best scrummaging prop that he can be. Pick there for one thing, and it's to scrum. So if you've got yeah. a kid that's come in and he knows his job is literally to scrum, I think it's a, it's a bolter, but I think it's a good bolter. There's going to be games where you need people to scrum. You know, like, I know it sounds silly because there's going to be scrums in the game, but you're going to need games where you just need blokes just to lock down the scrum. Yeah. Like, um, I mean, just like looking at a squad, though, we like on the prop situation. I mean, fuck, I reckon we're going to miss Triple A a lot. Um, yeah. Old Allen. I mean, I hope he's getting better. I mean, obviously, not going to get him for the World Cup, but um, that's going to be a big miss. But um, I'm actually really excited because I, I think he's been playing well. We know he's a young boy, young bloke, um, Angus Bell. I mean, it's a big World Cup for him. Yeah. I mean, no pressure on him, but he's going to lead from the, he's going to lead that, that like prop group there. So, um, be interesting. Uh, I mean, I said it last week. He's going to play. He's going to be playing sixty-minute games. I reckon he's the best loose head yeah. in the world at the moment. And I don't know if you've watched um, the boys, Marky Mark and Belly, were on Ebbs and Flows YKTR's podcast with Ice. And mate, he's that's one of the main oh, reasons yeah. why Belly's like. I think Ice asked him what's his legacy, and he's mate. He was getting fired up about making rugby great in Australia again. Like, and he said the only way rugby is going to get yeah. back is if we win. And, mate, the boys are, like, especially him, he's fired up, mate. And I think he's, uh, yeah, he's going to have a massive World Cup. Nella's got a lot of, um, like, he's pretty much got the whole team on his shoulders because if Nella goes down, then it's going to be tough. It's going to be a tough one. Mm. 
I also think um, Bonner coming in but, is going to be really but, good. I mean, if he proved against that um, test oh, yeah. match in Dunedin, <laughs> actually Bones did have a great the, game. Yeah, that he that he's got the um, capabilities to play test match footy. So I think good luck to him. But I think he uh, he'll have a pretty good World Cup Bonnet. Yeah, but like um, like I think that's good. Good point because like on the positive, it might be a little bit negative. But like fuck, we got some good ball running forwards, and I feel like I mean. You think of some of your favourite forwards for Australia, like some of the cult heroes. Yeah. They're all fucking really good ball runners, you know? So, like, it's going to be pretty – I think in that aspect, I mean, if we've got good weather and we can play – and we actually can play the footy we played in that first half against the All Blacks, then, mate, you never know. We might actually end up with a snatch and grab and Eddie can – I'll take Eddie out for lunch. <laughs> uh, I'll buy him whatever he wants. <laughs> mate, I reckon it's a ripper squad. Should be sweet. And we've got some old heads there, Nick White and Slips. Slips, how good. Fuck Slips' is gun. Yeah. I love Slips. He's my favourite. Didn't that creep... That creeps up on you. That, that creeps up on you, though, like when you see how many games of the Wallabies he's played. Like, yeah. You just forget, like, even for a prop, but you just forget how long he's played. Like, that's pretty good going, like, especially in, like, as a prop. You know, it's not a position yeah. where you expect blokes to have longevity or long lives after playing rugby. Um, all good backs, all good necks, all good knees, all good ankles, all good anything. But, um, I mean, awesome. That's pretty cool. Maybe good to have there. Yeah, it helps him that he stayed here and didn't go to Europe to um, just smash his body in scrums. <laughs> um, any more on the, on the selections? Good luck to them. Hope they go well. We're back, back behind you, boys. Yeah, I'm, out. I'm fired up, man. I think we're going to win it. I still think we're going to win it. Gotta believe. Love the confidence. I uh, got another World Cup trivia. Uh, it's a quick snatch and grab to see who's on track to be our smartest World Cup brain here. Uh, Is that the buzzer? It. Can we write our answers down and like? No, uh, we'll keep we'll keep it to the buzzer, mate. Because nah. <laughs> how are the people going to listen to that? You fucking scrams. Fuck <laughs> 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 it. It's currently right. five. It's five. It's currently five nil after last week. <laughs> Oh, I good score, eh? Right? All right, first question. Who scored the winning drop goal in the 1995 Rugby World Cup final? So South Africa won. Dave. Please. Yeah, Dave. Dave. Um, Pina from South Africa. <laughs> yeah, he, he went from the open side flanker just to, from the scrum to kick the field goal, did he? You fucking scrams. You should. You might I mean, better off saying fucking alive. Matt Damon. I wasn't even alive then, so I'm just gonna have a wild guess and say that Nelson Mandela kicked it. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, fun fact: it was Joel Scrans- Stransky. 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 Ah, uh, I'm gonna go that. Over to Fiji to our Fijian brothers. What is the Fijian haka called? They war dance before the game. What do they call it? Uh, Alex? Yeah. Nah, fuck. I feel like I'm going to say it wrong. <laughs> no, go. Have a crack. Is it like the, is it like the Siggy? Oh, fuck. I'm going to say it like <laughs> such a bogan here. Um, the, the Siggy, siggy. Power, something like that. The fucking Siggy. Something like that. <laughs> Debbie Dart, like, You got a fucking Siggy there, bro. Friends! I'm going to have a go at this. I'm not sure am I right or not. It's called the, uh, the Fiji Dave Oval. <laughs> nah, you're both scrams, but da- uh, Ironside was closer. It's the Thimby. Thimby? Thimby. C-I-B-I. Thimby. Oh. Yeah. There <laughs> you go. 
<laughs> Ziggy was close though. I thought you almost had it. Uh, both on Fuck. zero. Now, I kind of meant that, but anyway. Surely someone's going to get this, so get your buzzers ready. Who did Jonah Lomu run over in his infamous try during the 1995 Rugby World Cup in South Africa Fuck. against England? I know you weren't alive, mate, but yeah, this guy's, his name's famous just because he was ran over by Jonah Lomu. If you haven't watched the Jonah Lomu documentary, go cop it. Was it Bradshaw? Bradshaw, you want to lock that in? Yeah. No, it's not Bradshaw. All right. Uh, yeah. Oh, fuck. My bow. Fun fact, his name is Mike Cat. Oh, Mike Cat. Fuck, that's it. <laughs> okay. Dead rubber. Who's going to take this one out? Is he related to Is he related to Mike Oxlong? Is he related to Mike <laughs> Oxlong? <laughs> All right. Which Wallabies player got into a punch-up against Ireland in the 1999 Rugby World Cup? Dave. Yeah, Dave. Dave. Miriami Ofahengawe. Uh, Willie O wasn't in that World Cup, but uh, Einstein, do you want to take You want to take it? Alex. Yeah, Alex. Alex. I think it was, I think it was, um, I'm going to go with two here. I think it was, I think it might have been Phil Kearns. Who's your second nah. guess? Uh, Andrew Blades. <laughs> That's a throwback. But no, it wasn't Bladesy. Dave was on the right direction, but wrong tongue in number eight. It was Totai Kefu. Current Tongan coach. Oh. <laughs> oh. Same, same. I feel like that. I feel like that punch on came off of my TikTok. <laughs> I, I said that with so much confidence as well. Yeah, well, you're both on zero. Um, yeah, you're both going to be scratched for this week. Hopefully, make up for it next week, boys. All right, oh. check out. Shout maybe outs. a few when I'm maybe a few when I'm alive next time would be good. Or <laughs> not three years old. All right, mate. Well, I fucking just looked it up five minutes ago. So yeah. Get check out, check out. Shout out to uh, all finals playing teams this weekend. But uh, yeah, quick shout out to, um, it hurts me to say this, but uh, quick shout out to East. Um, first time in the women's uh, grand final against uh, the powerhouse. So hopefully they can go out there and do it. It'd be nice to have a premiership winner in our household. Um, yeah. Not just uh, Dave and George. Um, it'd be nice to have Dave, George, and Lucy all premiership winners and me just a uh, lovely old runner up three times. So, cheers. Yeah. Well, on that note, uh, shout out to uh, I know you guys, you just said that it's the first time in the Jack Scott Cup final for East. Uh, just shout out to the uh, whoever got all the girls over from Randwick to East to uh, make sure that you guys have made that first final. So, shout out to all the Randwick girls wearing East kit this weekend. <laughs> but yeah shout out shout out to uh shout out to all the listeners mate i know we've uh overloaded with two podcasts per week now but shout out for uh tuning in and uh keep up the good work hopefully we've got a better song for you today uh this song is i've gone with a drum and bass banger for all you uh drum and bass enthusiasts like myself this song is we're not that all like drum and bass apparently <laughs> Butter Done by Chase and Status. Butter Done, Butter Done, Butter Done, but from me, but where you get your butter 
from Thing where me get Could I come from Afghanistan They no want to see this cross Make me up in my hand Thanks for tuning in guys Boys, thanks for calling in Up Grand Wick Up North this weekend Let's get him through And uh, we'll see you next week Walk with the rapper pam pam From a guy this day program Shot a slam slam Them said I'm a bad man Me a fi hawk Which one when we a fire shot Pull pin and fling from Them dead me a fi tramp Pull them like you